Hello everyone, today is April 1st, 2016. I'm your podcast host, Client Manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. The topic of discussion today is three tips for better product quality without product inspection. And joining me today to discuss that is fellow client manager Chao Wang. So welcome, Chao. Thank you, John. And this is based off a blog article that Chao wrote, I think, back in January. Chao's actually from China. He's been on the podcast for a while. He's been with InTouch for, I think, a little over two and a half years now. And he's had a lot of experience with Chinese suppliers, quality control in general. So let's, I guess, start off by answering the question of, why some importers might feel that they don't need third-party quality control or product inspection for their orders. Well, John, that really depends on the importer themselves. If they're a seasoned importer and have reliable suppliers making good quality products, they may feel it's not necessary to have the inspections because that's an extra cost. And for some other importers, the stuff they import might be very cheap promotional materials. So they don't necessarily have the budget to do the inspection and the quality itself is not as important as the high-end products. And there's also those new importers where they might not have any idea about product inspection. So it's a, one thing is an extra cost. Another is they don't have any reliable resources over here in China or they don't actually know how to look for third-party inspections. Okay, so it sounds like a popular reason might be that an importer feels like they don't have the budget to hire someone to go and inspect the goods. Another reason might be that importers that are new to this industry, they come in, they place an order with a supplier, and they don't realize that inspection is actually even a thing here. For them, they think they order the products, the factory looks after, or the trading company looks after the quality, and they just ship the goods. And they're not really aware that there's this third party service out there that is sort of setting the standard for a lot of importers that they have goods inspected each time. Is that right? Yep, that's very likely. Okay. So the first tip that you have here is choosing the right supplier. And I think what you're talking about here is before worrying about quality just yet, before worrying about the product really, focusing more on finding the right supplier to work with from the beginning. Is that what you mean there? Do you want to sort of explain that? Sure, John. What happened here is the factory ultimately controls your products. So if you find a right supplier who have very well-organized business, then it's very likely they will provide very good service, very good products without you constantly having to supervise them. But if you pick a wrong supplier, which we heard a lot of story of, then you might very well lose all your money on the very first project. So if you put in the time, I guess, to look for a good supplier, you can check for things like quality management systems, particularly to sort of get a feel for if a supplier is going to make a quality product with that consistent product quality from piece to piece and order to order. Is that what you mean? Right. For all manufacturers, they all should have the very basic ISO standard. So when you're actually visiting your suppliers, there are a few things to look out for. One of them is the organization of their production floor. As you know, if the 
production floor is a mess, it's, then it's very likely that they can't make high quality products. And then another thing is production planning. This also ties into organization. You have to check on each of the production lines, see if they have the current day production or the current week production. If they don't have something like that, then, well, they're not very organized. It's very likely they don't have any actual planning. Their production are done based on day-to-day orders told by their supervisor or managers. So this type of factory will likely to have a lot of delays because in Chinese manufacture, Chinese business overall, it's all about relationships. So one day, another client of theirs may have better relation and say, oh, I have this order, it's very urgent, so could you produce this for me first? And of course, if they do that, then everything else will be delayed and happens a lot in the past. Another thing is work instructions. Those are usually on the workstation, above each workstation. It shouldn't have that much words. In the work instructions, it should be displayed very simple by using a lot of photos. This way, if at any point, if the worker is not sure what he or she is doing, they can refer to these work instructions. And if there's a lot of words on those work instructions, then it's very likely they're not going to bother to read it, and they will likely just do whatever they feel is right. It's very common for these workers not to go ask for help from their supervisors when they don't know something. Another thing is the material and product inventory. Inventory is always important to check because that shows the health of the business. If they have a lot of materials lying around, one thing is that's a lot of money on the floor. And another thing is it's very possible for these materials to get damaged during the time it's there. And then when you check the materials and products in the inventory, you have to look forward to see if there are a lot of dusts on the products and materials themselves. This just shows how long they've been there. If these materials have not been used within the recent couple of months, then it's not a good sign. When you talk about inventory, another thing that I've noticed is you can check the conditions of the packaging there and the shipper cartons. Sometimes, you know, factories store the goods in a warehouse and it's like, if it's really humid, sometimes the boxes can get wet, they can fall apart, goods can get damaged or fall out, things like that can happen too. That's right, especially in the southern part of China where it's very humid throughout the year. This is a major issue for the products to get damaged during transit. And then the last thing you should check is the equipment themselves. You should go look for the labels on the equipment and see what is the most recent update, maintenance records. The issue with a lot of Chinese manufacturers or Chinese people in general is actually taking care of their machines. That's one of the reasons a lot of experts say China can't go fully automated just because they can't maintain their machines and they don't know how to implement maintenance plans. So a lot of these machines are like the main source for their manufacturing. So if this breaks down, there's going to be a lot of delays and it's going to cost them a lot of money. If this happens a lot, then this whole factory could very well lose a lot of money just on this. Okay. 
So the things you've listed here, the organization, production planning, instructions for the workstations, inventory, equipment, checking all these things is sort of something that importers can do themselves by visiting the supplier. And there are some advantages to doing that personally and getting a chance to meet the supplier contact face-to-face. But for a lot of people where it's not an option, they can sort of go and find a third-party auditor or maybe an inspection firm that does auditing as well to do an audit based on a standard like ISO 9001. Is that right? That's right. It's always best if you can meet the factory managers or go to the factory yourself. But if that's not possible, then a third party is definitely a great option because they already know exactly what to look out for when looking at a supplier. And it's very safe. It saves you a lot of costs. Okay. The second tip for better product quality without inspection that you mentioned is clear communication about product expectations. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. A lot of these factories, even though right now they all have English speakers as sales, but all of them are still, English is their second language. It's still very difficult if you send them very technical and complicated product requirements. So it's always important to keep this in mind you're dealing with someone that is only know English as a second language so when you send out requirements try to make it as simple as possible make it as clear and precise as possible so there's no any confusions that can lead to a poorly made product another thing that can help you get a clear expectation to your factory is uh, having a solid PO this is very important because you want them to know exactly uh, what they're making and your product requirements. So a solid PO may include item details, shipping address of the goods, payment terms, exit factory day, any warranty, return agreements, quality expectations, packaging, and label information. Again, try to be as precise and as clear as possible and not to make anything confusing. Another thing that will help is always after you send the requirements, try to give them a call, have a quick phone conference, and see if there's anything they do not understand, and try to make it clear to them. Always tell them that it's okay to ask questions, and it's okay to report issues. So this way, you won't have an issue of finding out all the problems after shipment. Yeah, I agree. And I think that Getting a supplier on the phone, believe it or not, seems to be something that a lot of importers neglect to do. I suspect that the reason is that they think it might be harder for them to communicate over the phone, or maybe they think it's a time zone difference and it's not convenient. But in any case, getting them on the phone gives the importer and the supplier an opportunity to get direct feedback on the purchase order, about requirements. If there's been any issues with production, as you said, it gives the supplier a chance to speak up about it then. And... Yeah, you get real-time feedback rather than doing it by email and just sort of having the supplier sort of maybe assuming that the supplier knows what you mean by a certain requirement without actually checking in and giving them the opportunity to, to provide feedback. So that's a really important point. Your last tip here is to approve a golden sample before production. So tell us why is that important? Well, when you have a golden sample, it's much easier for everybody to know exactly what is required for the product. This is a very visual, so it's very easy for the factory or any third party to compare the product to make sure that mass production conforms with this approved sample. 
Of course, it's always important to review the samples yourself, approve it, and then sign the samples. It would be best if you can sell the sample in a specific way and then send it to the factory and make sure they don't open it. If you have third-party inspection, people come in to inspect the products. Golden sample is pretty standard in the manufacturing industry. Every time when there's a new product, you always have to make the approved sample or the golden sample first, and then to see if there's any issues. If the sample itself have issues, then they have to go back and fix the issue, and then approve a new golden sample. And then once that's approved, they can put that into mass production. But usually they don't go straight into mass production. They will make a trial order because making the sample itself is actually very different when you are doing mass production. So they have to make maybe let's say a hundred pieces on their assembly line to see if the quality itself is consistent with the approved sample. If it's not, they have to fix the issue within their processes and then do it again. So once that's done, then they can start a mass production. And of course, at each stage of mass production, they should always use the approved sample, the golden sample, to compare with the products coming off the line, just to make sure it's exactly the same and there's no major issues. Right. So it sounds like the golden sample is, you know, it's representative of the best the supplier can do, and if the importer can sign off on it and say this is exactly what we want, this is a perfect representation of what we want in the mass production. They can use it, as you said, for the units that are coming off the line as like a model for comparison. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And yeah, I think this is a pretty good list here of three tips for better product quality without product inspection. But I think you know it's important to note. You mentioned the reasons that importers might forego inspection, why they might not ask for third-party inspection. I have to agree that cost is probably the number one concern. And I feel like it's not really a great reason to not have inspection happen at the factory. You know, there are ways that you can look after quality, but really the best way is to get someone in there and look at the product before it ships. And there are ways to make that cheaper too. So, you know, having said these three tips here, I still feel like product inspection is, you know, recommended in just about every case. How do you feel about that? I do agree with that, especially if your supplier is a brand new supplier. Where you are not sure of the type of quality of products they will provide, it's very important to have a、uh, someone, a third party, or maybe someone you trust to go into the factory and check the product for you. I mean, it's like buying everything else. When you're buying the very expensive piece of furniture, for example, I mean, you want to check out the actual furniture you're buying and not just order it online. So the same thing in manufacturing. When you are spending thousands and thousands of dollars on this this order, you really should have someone to look at it before they ship. I mean, there are a lot of those suppliers who can make very good quality products, but before you start working with them, how else will you verify that? Absolutely, fully agree with you. Okay, so I want to thank Chow for joining me today to talk about. These three tips for better quality without product inspection. So thank you, Chow. No problem. Thank you, John. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in and remind you guys to check out our social media channels: Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter for some daily news, industry news, and tips for you guys. You can check out our YouTube channel for some on-site inspections and interviews with industry experts. 
And finally, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line at our company website. That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.